everyone. Thank you for listening to The Death of VHS, the movie review podcast. Please remember that the language and topics might not be suitable in a typical work environment, as there might be strong language or triggering topics during the review of movies, ranging from a G rating to an R rating. Thanks again, and enjoy the show. Holy Fourth Amendment, Batman. In 1979, there was a special that had a live-action Justice League. Was it as good as the current Justice League? Did DC Comics live-action experiences also suck? Tune in on this episode of The Death of VHS. Welcome, everybody, to another fantastic episode of The Death of VHS, the greatest movie review podcast that talks specifically about VHSs in the world. I am Oni Link, and I'm joined today by Jones and Richie. Say hi, fellas. Hi, fellas. Love it when they understand the assignment. Yeah. (laughs) It'll get old for other people, but not for us. (laughs) <laughs> we we love it. All right, and today we're talking about uh, the Justice League Legend of Superheroes, right? Is that what it's called? You're right. Legends of the Superheroes. Legend of the Superheroes. Apologize. <clears throat> Came out in 1979. Stars one of the greatest Batmans of all time, Adam West. It was a Hanna-Barbera production, which if you don't know Hanna-Barbera... They're the ones who made all the fun, awesome cartoons of your youth, like the Flintstones, the Jetsons, basically anything that you can find on the, uh, God, what's that, what's that channel, guys? Nick at Night? Boomerang, Boomerang. I have no idea. (laughs) Boomerang and, uh, like, old Cartoon Network, that's how I watched it when I was growing up. All your favorite Saturday morning cartoons, that's what they did. Oh, man, okay, and this, uh... This movie, it was made for TV. It did come out on VHS and DVD later on. It is two one-hour specials. The first of which is an actual like episode of Batman, like you would see in the 60s, where there is a retirement party for a superhero that goes wrong because the Le- Legion of Doom is going to blow up the world like they always try to do and of course through many wacky moments they get thwarted and uh yeah by batman robin the green lantern most of the justice league minus superman and uh wonder woman which made sense because at the time all the rights were kind of like in different directions and then the second one hour special was a roast of the Justice League by the most infamous villains of the time. It was all live action, and we're we're going to get into it. Uh, Jones, I don't think we got anything for box office stats because it was a more of a TV thing, correct? You're right, yeah. There's no uh, box office numbers that I could find. Um, maybe I was looking up like VHS sales and stuff like that, but... 
Um, I would imagine it numbers in, in the many dozen, but I couldn't find any solid <laughs> information. But yeah, just uh, that, a, a, a couple small things. Uh, like um, it did first air January eighteenth, nineteen seventy nine. Directed by Bill Carruthers and Chris Darley. Um, like you said, it's a Hanna Barbera production, um, and it stars. Uh, Yes, Adam West, like you said, one of the best Batmans, if not the best Batman, just for uh, how awesome the 60s episodes were. But uh, yeah, no no real box office numbers here. Unknown. We're going to mark it as unknown, and I think everybody will agree that that's the best case for this. Yes. That everybody gets their own opinion on how, how much was spent <laughs> on this. Uh, as we get into uh, our favorite best, worst memorable scenes lines and characters uh, and take it away richie what, what are your thoughts on what's your favorite and least favorite well um <laughs> golly that's uh <sighs> my favorite was probably the ending credits that was probably my favorite part of this whole thing because <laughs> um, this this was one giant stinker from start to finish i uh uh, I didn't have a clue what was going on. You know, when I see in the first couple of minutes, I see Ed McMahon walk out. I'm like, what in the world am I watching? This is, yeah. Now, <laughs> uh, knowing now, I didn't realize it was uh, produced by Hanna-Barbera, but that makes a lot of sense. So I guess if I reframe this whole thing as just a live-action cartoon, it um, now makes a whole lot more sense to me. Um Right. But, yeah, wow. Yep. Uh, I think worst, I can give you a lot of worst. Um, pretty much anything that involves Solomon Grundy was just <laughs> awful. <laughs> um, you don't like the watered-down Frankenstein? Yeah. <laughs> oh, boy. Monster? Yeah. Um, <laughs> born in the Swamp. I hate Solomon's hate swamp. <laughs> it was like, it's just so rough. <laughs> oh, it was awful. Um, you know, I did enjoy some of the campiness, you know, anytime you talk about like the Adam West Batman era, it was, it, it completely did not take itself seriously, which that was fun. You know, like when the, when their motorcycle and uh sidecar came apart, you know, holy separation, Batman, keep it under 55, Robin, like, like, and then they just <laughs> magically reappear together you know, like eight miles later um, at the exact same time. You know, that just makes a lot of sense. But so, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, so, I mean, that stuff was fun. But, yeah, overall, this was just more like legend of the stupid people in capes. It's, it's <laughs> like everybody in this show from start to finish was just a complete and total moron. And uh, <laughs> so that that's probably the <laughs> biggest thing that sticks out to me was just how stupid everybody in this thing was um so yeah that's that's about all i have to say about it <laughs> yeah i think uh, my my um favorite and least favorite line up a lot with what richie said um definitely least favorite parts were were solomon um and yeah i i did too because i appreciate you know old campy like b movies um usually 
Um, so I, I can appreciate the campiness in this. Adam West Batman, you know, it was really goofy. Um, it was a fun live action uh, Batman. And so this is, you know, embracing the camp, definitely. Uh, taking it to levels um, that maybe should have been scaled back a bit. But um, I had an absolute favorite part, which was in the roast. Um, Ghetto Man's entire Ghetto Man uh, speech or or jokes. His, his whole roast was amazing. Um, that was easily my favorite. Easily part. the funniest yeah. part of the roast. Absolutely, hundred yeah. <laughs> percent. So, so yeah, Ghetto Man was uh, definitely the highlight of this train wreck for me. Kareem. Um, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh man, that was one of the funniest things, and just the the special effects behind him yelling Kareem and, and getting big and floating away was, yeah, that was the highlight of this whole thing. <laughs> so good. Yeah, I have to mimic all of your sentiments on this. Um, it was it was a real rough rough watch uh for me i hated the fact that they basically had a sound stage to do a lot of stuff in and they just reused everything <laughs> like we don't know the budget for it uh but it's clearly a budget for a single episode of a cartoon right like it really is uh i think most of their budgets probably went to the actors themselves because the the greatest thing the thing i like the most is the fact that you have adam west batman right um and you have robin you have the riddler that all stayed the same from the 60s version to to that 10 years later you're still getting the same actors which is fantastic nowadays they just move on to whoever the next cheapest look-alike is and that that's about it. Uh, I think for a fanboy, it probably would have been real, real great to watch as a kid. Because you're seeing all these cool superheroes that you're reading about in the comics actually come to life. Ah, oh, man. I just... Uh, <laughs> it was hard to digest the whole time. <laughs> like, it really was for me. I, I hate it. The worst part was set design. They used the same park for all the out outdoor scenes which really sucked and then i mean the roast wasn't funny like it, it the most racist part of the roast was the funniest part of the roast and everything else all those other jokes kind of like fell flat for me yeah like it was it was it wasn't a good you mean roast. the like, obviously <laughs> not live laugh track didn't help you oh, get into the comedy of it so bad <laughs> so bad <laughs> And if you don't know, Richie really hates laugh track oh, stuff. Man. So, like for me, I I don't mind laugh track. I really don't. But this was just horrible. Like the jokes were just not good. I think at the time they probably would have been funnier. I, I don't. But judging on the reviews I've read about it from multiple people, both good and bad, it wasn't funny. <laughs> like so, I don't. I, it's frustrating. It's frustrating to watch. The biggest thing is that the costumes just all sucked. <laughs> um, and there's a specific reason why Batman's cowl, in fact, isn't proper. His cape isn't proper. Because the person who made the cape and cowl originally in the 60s had to do it from memory in the 70s <laughs> for this special. So, I mean, like, 
They didn't have any pictures. They they committed the biggest sins when it comes to prop and costume design is to not have a proper template when you're when you're creating things. So, I mean, like even the props really sucked. Well, my favorite about like, the uh, costumes was, was the fact that uh, every superhero had the exact same costume. It's just different yeah. colored fabric. Like <laughs> yeah, different Green colored Lantern, fabric, different the different Flash, of stuff. And uh Captain Marvel all had the exact same costume except Captain Marvel had a cape and boots and Green Lantern and the Flash were different colors. And that was the only difference between them. Right. And you, the hardest part is that you can tell the Batman cowl was just completely different. Like right now I have a gif of Batman dancing behind me, Adam West Batman. And that cowl is a hundred percent different <laughs> than than the one in the seventy seventy nine special. It's just I hated the props too. Uh a lot of it was really terrible special effects even for that time i mean like this is post post star wars yeah <laughs> you know and and star wars gets a lot of crap for for its level of special effects back then but they were fantastic and honestly they still hold up you got to keep the crappy puppets you got to keep all the crappy effects but this just took it to a level that it should have never been you mean like solomon grundy's magic hat that makes it where nobody can oh recognize God, him, magic and then he puts it on, and it's, it, he, there's zero <laughs> like, change in his costume whatsoever. Like it's it's not even like yeah. they tried to hide well, his I mean, face. Like, but it's that... just like, yeah, just believe that this hat makes his face makes it where nobody can but, see him. Like it's, but that's the funny bit. That's a funny bit. That was on purpose. I don't think it was. <laughs> I, think I don't it think that was hundred percent was writing. <laughs> I want to say I want to tell you why I think it was a hundred percent. So the reason why I think it's 100%, and this is going to be kind of blending in my opinions about the movie, so we can move on to that topic, I suppose. Um, the Riddler themselves, I loved the Riddler, but there was a specific, specific line he had that called out basically the whole entire show. He talked about uh, how he's pressed for time for writing the Riddlers, the Riddles to get them into the location they needed to for them all to die and he says specifically oh man he says he would do it uh but it wouldn't be his best work (laughs) and that in my opinion is the writer's own words talking about this whole special (laughs) so in other words the writers are trying to say Hey, you know, don't blame us that this sucks. We can't help it. Yeah. Yep. That, in, in my opinion, that that literally just resonated me, like the whole rest of the time. That that one line where he's like, "It's not going to be my best work," and I'm like, "You're the Riddler. It's always your best work." <laughs> and this is clearly not the best work ever. Uh, <laughs> could have been the tagline for the whole thing. This is not <laughs> my best work. A hundred percent. Man, it just... I expected so much more for a ten-year-later Adam West Batman, yeah. you know? And I'm pretty sure a lot of the audience that watched that expected a lot more, too. Uh, what? Yeah, what's... Any any other opinions you guys got, Jones? I, I wish they had given this thing a, a, a slightly bigger budget, you know? 
I'm sure the the tens of dollars that they spent putting this thing together went, you know, where it could have. But you know, give give them a, a you know a little bit more. Uh, we could have had a much better variety of seat of sets, better props, better costumes. Um, as it is, the costumes look like just some horrible. I, I can't even insult Spirit Halloween. You know, with this level of, of, of bad <laughs> costumes, this is just something else. Maybe like a high school student, you know, aspiring to be a costume designer. And this was like his best effort. And, you know, bravo to him. I hope he got an A. But this is not like a Hanna-Barbera production. Like, this is not a good example of what they've given us, you know, in their cartoons. Um, so, yeah, it's just, it was... There was just not enough here. They needed more money. They needed more time. Writing was horrible. Um, you know, the actors did what they could do. They they uh, definitely had the campiness going. But, oh yeah, this thing was really rough to get through. So, I, um, <laughs> I don't want to keep, you know, battering it. But, yeah, it was bad. Bad, bad, bad. Well, as far as their budget goes, they had to spend it all on pyrotechnics. You know, in that last scene of the yeah. roast when, um, oh, what's his name? The the wizard guy. I can't remember his name now. Um, you know, systematically shot lightning at every single superhero. Slowly. And then... <laughs> oh, and also Sinestro's powers. And then they had to, you know, jump down. You know, they all fell to the ground to avoid his lightning. But then the pillar behind them all blew up one at a time, you know, at one point, knocking over the pillar next to them, and it was, you know, that that that's where all the money had to go was those pyrotechnics. Those are the best there effects in the whole in the, the whole daggum thing. <laughs> I thought the editing was probably the best part about this whole movie. Like, props to the editor. Right. <laughs> yeah, imagine how long it could, it could have been, been if they had done their they job right. Had a shitty editor. That would have been awful. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, man. I think uh, <laughs> I, I think like I've already said it. I can't say it enough, though. This was one big stink fest from start to finish. Yeah. And I, again, I I appreciate the campiness of the old superhero stuff, but man, this was just rough. Like mm-hmm. the the writing was awful. the The jokes fell flat. You know, like y'all said, the the best part of the roast was Ghetto Man, which was also hands down the most offensive part of the roast. I mean, (laughs) you know, it it was, this was definitely part of that, you know, uh, black exploitation era and boy, they were, they fed into it, uh, just hardcore, you know, didn't want to miss out on that opportunity, I guess. But yeah, this was, this whole thing was just rough. Just one giant cash grab. That's all they wanted. And it was very clear, very very felt and uh that'll take us to to actors thoughts um so in adam west's autobiography back to the bat cave which i think is a fantastic title for an autobiography of a batman he actually talks about this he regretted the whole thing he, he talks about how the um level of production was terrible the the costume was terrible. Everything was terrible. He wished he would never have done it because it just wasn't, 
it, it was on recorded it wasn't even on film like he he had so many issues with it but it was very clear to him what the direction wa- was and he went with it of course because the money is just and and the chance to don the bat suit again like for real right which is always a probably an aspiration for anybody who plays batman like they'd never want that to be if if i was batman i would never want it to be to end i would always want to wear the bat suit so like yeah it's just if the main person adam west <laughs> the batman easily one of the best batmans can can feel that way about it you know it's bad oh man and i do i do have a question for you too though uh out of all the batmans what what's your rank of batmans and we'll we'll start with richie oh uh, can't talk about batman i gotta go with keaton number one um that's fair oh gosh see this is hard to answer because are we talking about who I think is the best Batman? Or are we talking about my personal I'm favorite overall, Batman? Like f- all of it. Just your, your ranking. See, that's tough. Yeah, your personal ranking. I'm probably going to go Keaton. Mm-hmm. It's a tough question. Then Bale. Then West. Then Clooney. And I never saw the others. So I got to stick it. Stay with that. <laughs> you. You didn't see Kilmer? Oh, I, oh God, I forgot about Kilmer. How dare you? How dare you forget Kilmer? Yeah, man. I'm putting Kilmer below Clooney. <laughs> I mean, I, I don't blame you for not seeing <laughs> Affleck, but... <laughs> yeah, I didn't see Affleck, so I guess I'm going to put him last. Just cause I did, I, just, I'm guessing I'm going to put him last anyway, so... <laughs> didn't Pattinson play Batman too? He did. Robert Pattinson? Who? Okay. <laughs> Robert Pattinson, the dude who played Edward. In oh, Twilight. yeah, I didn't see that one either. Yeah, that is. So, <laughs> him, and, uh, so <laughs> him and Affleck are tied in my book at the, at the bottom. <laughs> As led, dead last, sure. That makes sense. What about you, Jones? Yeah, I got to go with Keaton first also, uh, just like Richie said. Um, so, yeah, I'll do Keaton, then Christian Bale, then Adam West... Val Kilmer, George Clooney, uh, then Pattison, and somewhere way, way, way down would be Shannon himself, <laughs> Ben Affleck. Um, yeah, his his is my <laughs> least favorite, you know, by far. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm going to change mine up compared to you guys. Mine is going to be Kilmer, then, then it's Adam West. And the reason why Adam West is second is, uh, and Adam West actually explains kind of why, um, on an episode of the Big Bang Theory, I know, Richie, you've probably never seen it because it was Laugh Track, (laughs) but they actually have Adam West as Adam West because they want to have one of the main characters, it's their birthday, and they complained about how how they got tricked by their sister that Batman never showed up for their birthday. And uh, so they get Batman to come to their to his birthday, and they're talking about their rankings in the car driving to the party with Adam West. And Adam's West, like, how can you put Bale above me? I'm the one who, like, I'm Batman. And they're like, well, 
Bale personified Batman. I'm Batman. Like they per- he personified it, and he's like, I didn't need to personify it. I just showed up, and everybody knew I was Batman. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Fair, fair, Adam West. Yeah. So Adam West is my second. Because <laughs> and also all of his muscles were real compared to everybody else's. So like he actually had to fit out the costume with muscles. Good on him. Like you know, <laughs> he didn't have the Hollywood diets of today to help him and special effects and costuming to to make that work. Clearly, as you and he's a great dancer. Obviously, uh, so he's second. Then Bale, then uh, then Kilmer, and then uh, yeah, the last ones that nobody wants to talk about <laughs> for fair fair points <laughs> on why they don't. Cool, good to know. I mean, like they kind of match. That makes sense. But you can't you can't beat Keaton, man. I'm glad he got he came back for the Flash movie. Oh boy, I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, but I heard it mixed reviews out the gate. He was great in it. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. Um, I imagine it wouldn't be anything like this This topic. <laughs> no. No, <laughs> although, although the CGI in the new movie got about as much money as this, uh, this whole uh, episode of <laughs> this DC shenanigans. <laughs> so. Well, that kind of solves the, the final thoughts there on... Uh, or, well... Let's talk about could the movie be made today. I mean, there's so many superhero movies that are made. <laughs> the I think the more question is should this be move this be made today? You know, I can see some it, merit to the concept of a superhero roast. And you know, I yeah. think with you know, today's comedy, you know, it could probably be successful. Um you know, just with modern Modern comedy writing, modern production values. Yeah, I can, I can probably, I'd probably watch that. You know, it'd probably be pretty good. It would have to be one of those things though that's very carefully monitored, like, um, you know, like you have to have somebody who really cares about the content overseeing it. But I think it would probably be successful. I feel like it'd be more successful if it was Marvel superheroes, just because. They're better than DC anyway. Um, but uh, I could definitely see some merit there. You know, and Marvel already has kind of a track record of kind of poking fun at itself, you know, in its own movies and TV shows. You know, even just like with the, um, you know, the campy um, Avengers musical in the Hawkeye show. You know, they already kind of set that precedent <laughs> of, you know, making fun of themselves. So, um you know, as far as this exact iteration, though, well, if nothing else, they wouldn't be able to do it because they don't have Captain Marvel anymore. So they'd have to change that to Shazam. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I, done right, I think it could probably be successful today. Yeah, I think you're right. I think uh, the roast part itself would be pretty awesome to see with today's comedians. Um, so I agree there. I, I, I wish that that could happen, but... I don't see DC or Marvel kind of allowing their their IP to to get roasted like that. Um, I wish they would because it, it would there would be so much there's so much material out there, and um, I bet a lot of these comedians would just absolutely kill it. 
Um, so that would be really, really cool to see. I would love it um, as far as the actual episode of the of this Legends of the Superheroes goes. Um, I don't think it should be made today. Could it be? Yes. Honestly, there's a student budget and uh, creativity from from you know uh, student film uh, producers that could definitely do a much better job than uh, was done in '79. But um, so yeah, it, we can shoot the whole thing on iPhones. Yeah, yeah exactly. It would look it would look great. It would probably sound great. Um, so it definitely could be made. I don't think it should be. Uh, other than the roast, hearing a roast. You know, people roasting like Iron Man, and, and, and even if they do both DC and Marvel with Superman and Batman, that would be pretty awesome. Uh, I, I think that would be really fun, but uh, I don't think they should bother with the, the actual episode. Uh, so, yeah, definitely could be, but shouldn't. I would love Jeff Ross to do a roast for this one, <laughs> to be Roastmaster, because it, be, it would be phenomenal. Oh, yeah. Like, I love the Comedy Central roasts. They're all good. Yes. They're all funny. They're, they all take it to the edge and push it off the edge. Like, it's fantastic. And I would love to see a roast of superheroes <clears throat> get all the Batmans that ever played Batman that are still alive and line them up. Like, to even do, like, a live ranking to include the audience would be really freaking funny. <laughs> like, it just... It would be great. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, I don't... Not this level. I don't. I think that's what really pushed the envelope of Hanna Barbera to stick into cartoons because they didn't have many live action productions, and this is probably one of the big reasons why to keep them there. Yeah, and that's fully fair, <laughs> like a hundred percent fair. Everybody's right when it comes to this movie. Um, it, it only got like I think uh, what was the Rotten Tomato score. I didn't see anything on Rotten Tomatoes, but on the IMDb rankings, it has a 6.2 for the episode and I believe like a 5.4 for the roast, which really bothers me. <laughs> that's really generous. Yeah, and that's Yeah. Yeah. And that's because people like to be fair, thinking about it as a live action cartoon kind of puts it in a better light, Richie, like you were saying. Yeah. Like I I feel that that resonates a little bit better. But I still wouldn't rank it that high, personally. No. Uh, but speaking of, oh, man. <laughs> How many holy Batmans are we going to give this out of five? <laughs> holy Batmans. Nice. Um, I'll go. I'll, I'll say that this gets half a Batman. Um, it, it, <laughs> it doesn't even get the holy. No, <laughs> it, just it can't. Batman. It just gets the upper part. The part of the suit that has the nipples. <laughs> <laughs> the George Clooney nipple. exactly damn it Schumacher <laughs> son of a yeah this is um, definitely that half that half uh, Batman is pretty much just for <laughs> Brad Sanders and Ghetto Man's Roast um, everything else is just nope so yeah this gets a whole half of the nipple suit for me <laughs> man I uh, I didn't even know we could go below one on our score system <laughs> but uh <laughs> I didn't but either, having so set that's the precedent, awesome. I'm going to have to completely agree with Old Jones there, and I'm also going half of a uh, holy Batman there, like, and and instead of just the top half of the uh, of the nipple suit, I'm going to go with the left half. So it's not even. So it's not even. It's not even really functional. It's just the left half. 
It's like Thanos snapped and they got like they took a half of a person instead of like half That's of right. People. Yeah. Fair. Oh, man. <laughs> for, for me, I'm going to give it a full just one holy Batman. But the Batman suit is definitely the Schumacher nipple Batman there you suit. Go. <laughs> there like a hundred percent. Because that's how bad the costumes were oh, in this one. So bad. Mimics it. <laughs> but only a full one because they got Adam West. They got a lot of original actors that played those superheroes. Uh, that it did have some funny moments with just a roast. It just uh, one one is gonna be my maximum for it, so I'll do it on the maximum range. But yeah, definitely the Schumacher Batman suit. Oh yeah, suck. <laughs> dumbest thing since Schumacher put nips on Batman. Hundred <laughs> percent. Ugh, just terrible. Oh, well, hopefully the next movie will be better. Let me uh, go ahead and roll for that in our Discord. If you're not a part of the Discord, join. Hang out and talk to us directly, because we don't have moderators at this moment, so you actually get to talk to us directly. <laughs> I promise you all the at works, so. <laughs> all right, let's see, and it's going to be 80s movie, and it is Space, Space Camp, Camp 1986. Oh, boy. I've never heard of Oh, this. man. I haven't either. I'm going to look it up. I don't know. Space Camp. Oh, it looks amazing. <laughs> it looks just as good as the movie we just watched. Oh, no. Oh, this is going to be so good. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I'm a big space fan. Like, anything star space, like, this is, yes. Uh, oh. oh. Leah Thompson. Yeah, this is going to be great. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. This might Kelly be Preston, a precursor Kate to Capshaw, Rocket Man. Thompson. This is going to be great. You guys remember that movie, Rocket Man? Oh, yes. I love that movie. So I'm hoping it's just as good as this. We'll see. <laughs> I, it looks really 80s. Got the 80s hair going, guys. So stay tuned for the next episode. It's going to be fantastic. And, of course, thank you guys for joining us so much on this this adventure. And uh, we'll see you next time. See you all later. Bye, everybody. The Death of VHS is recorded and produced by John Walls, Dylan Bailey, Jamie Johnson, Abe Ponce, and me, Richie Stevens. Editing by Jamie Johnson. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, at DeathOfVHS, and come join us on our Discord to hang out uh, with us and other fans and to discuss the latest episode. You can find the link for our Discord in the show notes. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next time on The Death of VHS.